Join me in prayer as we go into our new message series for 2023. Let's pray. Lord, we praise You for the ability to travel the higher road of life. We ask for eyes to visualize Your love and hands to bring life to Your actual goodness. Intentionally, we choose the integrity of life to reach a lost and hurting generation. Yield to You. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may have a seat. Good to see you on this first day of 2023. Uh, for those who may not know who I am, my name is Drake, senior pastor here at Elevating Life Church. And let me just say welcome to everyone uh, on this first day of the new year. Now today we're gonna, we will begin our message in the first book of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1. Uh, Genesis chapter 1 is where uh, we will start our message. However, before getting to the message today, to the lesson, uh, I would like to share some things that are going to happen in 2023. Now, uh, so this is going to be divided into two if you're, uh, you know, you like to time my messages. So uh, I'm going to give a quick report what this next year is going to look like, and then we'll get into the message should take about five minutes, uh, five, six minutes to kind of give you this uh, overview, and then we'll get into uh, the message. Now, with a new year, uh, you know what that means, of course, uh, with Elevating Life Church. It means a new theme, uh, a new slogan or mot uh, motto, if you will, and scripture for the year. Now, as you've heard Carrie uh, speak of uh, a few things, uh, she did kind of imply what our year's theme is going to be for this year. Uh, our year's theme is this, spiritual goodness tastes good to the soul. Okay, that's going to be our theme for the year, and our slogan is, it is well with my soul. And we're going to really dig into what that means because there's such a, a misunderstanding of the soul. Most people know it as a ghost-in-the-box type of experience. That's not what your soul is, and we'll talk more about that in the message. Uh, but along with the year's theme and our slogan, uh, more importantly is our year's Scripture. And this year's Scripture is Matthew 16.26, very familiar. Uh, Jesus here says, What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world? All the material stuff and the worldly things yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? This is our, going to be our year's Scripture, if you will. And I would encourage you to memorize this, again, Matthew 16, 26, to get it into your working memory so it gets into your heart so that then we can recall it often, not just at the church, but throughout our lives, throughout the week, and, and then some. And so, there you have it. There's our theme, motto, if you will, in Scripture for the year 20, uh, 2023. I was going to say the year 23. We're not that far back. Now, with those things revealed, let me give you a quick overview of what now our 2023 message series is going to sound and look like. 
with that, let me say this. Please understand our daily walk with God should taste good to the body and spirit. Where wellness, healthy wellness is the result personally and relationally. You can say collectively. Or we can also say uh, wellness where it is well with my soul. First and foremost, yes, that personal relationship with God. But like Sherry and I, when we come together as one, we say it is well with my soul. All the way to our families, to the church, to the outer ends of the earth. That's the, that's the Great Commission. And so we want that wellness where we can truly, I mean, and mean it. It is well with my soul. It is well with the soul's, excuse me, it is well with the soul of God's people. Now please hear this. When the image of God is expressed through their lives and that, the, that Christ's body, the church, feeds those souls, uh, for the, feeds those people who value love, honesty, faithfulness, compassion, and wholeness with God and others in the Lord. Notice I said, in the Lord, because there's a lot of people that come up to me like, I'm just being honest. Yeah, but the faith says to be honest in the Lord, not in you being a jerk. Did I say that? It's amazing how many Christians are jerks say, well, God, I'm just being honest. No, we have to be honest in the Lord. If you're with me, say amen. We have to understand that. So it's that image of God we need to project, and uh, we will be feeding those teachings, uh, the lessons on those values I just mentioned uh, with each other. Now, know, know this um, over the next year. As a church, our message series will connect with our yearly theme, Spiritual goodness tastes good to the soul. So our 2023 message series will be divided into a seven-course meal throughout the year to dish up the teachings of Christ presented in the Gospels. And through this series, people will taste and digest one of the 49 commands of Jesus' teachings to take it in and develop a new virtue of Christ weekly. And by the year's end, folks, if you're committed to this, uh, a person's attitude, character, and performance, behavior as a human being, will be created and nourished through godly habits, uh, reflecting a healthy heart uh, in, in your soul to project God's image of care and goodness to a lost and fallen world. Now, this creation of a good attitude that we're after in character and performance will only happen if you give high value, make it a priority in your life to being here at the weekly worship service. Otherwise, you're going to have gaps. You don't want that. So, I'm, I, I'm asking you, make this a high priority if you care about having a good attitude, uh, that you have a strong, well character where you're performing, where you're profoundly doing something well for somebody else, but deeply satisfying for yourself through the Good Shepherd, where everyone wins. You're not a survival. You're not a survivor in uh, this world. You are a thriver through Christ. 
but you'll remain a survivor if you don't get your priorities in line. Are you with me? With that, as you are experiencing with all of our uh, decorations and props and everything, we will be using a restaurant theme in their mottos to keep things fun and relevant. Okay, for example, today, and once we get to the message, uh, today's restaurant theme and motto is Chipotle, food with integrity. Anybody enjoy, is it Chipotle? Am I saying that right? Chipotle? Chipotle? I hear it all, you know. It's all kinds of, it's a good Mexican food. I enjoy it. It's good stuff. But that is going to be uh, how we're doing things to keep things, we'll say, delightful and tasty with our messages, if I can say that. Now, each week, we will serve and feed a theme with, please hear this, with the main dish from the Bible. Last year, we kind of got carried away. Everybody's more concerned about comic book characters than they were about the lesson. So hear that, please. It's about the main dish, the Bible, the lesson of God. Let's stay focused on that, folks. Uh, I appreciate the questions about, you know, Superman and, and Batman, but I prefer to answer questions about the greatest superhero, Jesus. How's that sound? So let's do that this year. Uh, it's focused. We're going to adjust our focus to make sure we're, we're right on to make sure that we eat that main dish from the Bible so consumers like you can digest it and apply it to your life to reap the benefits of living a life and how it was truly meant to be lived out through the integrity of God. Let me say this. It's going to be a fantastic year. I, I know that. I'm looking forward to it. So there you have it. A quick overview of 2023 and what to expect when it comes to being here at the worship service. There you go. Did I get that under five minutes? Yeah. Dish. All right. Let's jump into the first message of the year with a message now that I've titled, Religious People Begin With Nothing. Spiritual People Begin With Something. That's the title of our message. Religious People Begin With Nothing. Spiritual People Begin With Something. Genesis 1.27 should not be a shock to people who have been here. This is where we're going to start the new year. The writer of Genesis shares these powerful words so that we can enjoy the human experience here where we're at. So God created mankind, humanity, folks, in His own image. In the image of God, He created them. Male and female. Equality there, folks. Male and female, He created them. Powerful, powerful beginning Scripture for us for the year. So God created mankind in His own image. That's Genesis 1.27 that begins the 2023 message series, and our message today, again, that I've titled, Religious People Begin With Nothing. Spiritual People Begin With Something. Again, let me share this. The ELC year's uh, theme is spiritual goodness tastes good to the soul. Hear that. And our slogan is, it is well with 
my soul. Again, on three, everybody say, it is well with my soul. One, two, three. They're getting it. So with our theme and our, our slogan introduced with our message title and scripture, guess what? I have a question for you. And here it is, and it's a doozy, of course, it's about the soul. Here's the question for our message this week. Have you ever, let's say, felt your priorities? Or should I say, have you ever uh, sensed that your values in life are eating away your soul? Whew. Let me read that again. Have you ever felt your values are eating away your soul? Well, tell me this. Did God make us in His image to devour life and fail over time? Now, that identifies that you, low, you live in the lower things of life. Lower priorities. Let me say this. No, never. God never intended that. He wants life to taste good where it is well with your soul living on the higher plane of life that expresses His image, not man's. Who's with me? Now we need to understand this. The first thing any human any human being needs to gain in life if they expect to live life well with integrity in how they've been created is they must know and understand life is comprised of two elements, two essential elements. Physical matter and spiritual principles or, or things. And the Bible refers to these two aspects of life as body and spirit. The body and spirit living together. Make sure you see that. The body, the physical things, and the spiritual things living together make up the soul. Therefore, the soul is not what you have, a ghost in the box experience. It's who you are, period. Who's with me? Don't be sucked into the religious interpretation of what that is. Because I promise you, if you do, nothing will happen. And it is your soul, that's your body and spirit, that expresses whose image you value more in life. The image of humanity who leans towards material things those material things of life, or the body first, we can say that, or your, your soul leans towards the image of God who leans towards the immaterial things of life, or you prioritize the spiritual things first and foremost. Whatever your leaning is, humanity or God, answers the question, have you ever felt your values are eating away your soul? Your soul as an individual, the soul of people coming together, family. Is your soul, do you have a sense that your soul 
is being eaten away. If it's yes, and unfortunately it is yes for most, simply understand your soul is eaten away because your priorities are wrong. Period. Your time and energy are devoted to the lower things of man first. The material things. And fail to meet the spiritual needs of reality. So the more inferior or lower way of living is why Jesus said what He said in Mark 12.17. Here Jesus is speaking to a bunch of religious people and He says this, Jesus said to them, render to Caesar, man, humanity, the things that are humanity, Caesar's. This isn't talking about your taxes, by the way. Again, religious people will preach that. He's talking about image and priorities. Jesus said to them, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. And they, these religious people, marveled at Jesus. They were religious people. People that grew up in church. The people that claimed to be not Christians at that time because the movement hadn't stopped or started yet, but the religious people that grew up in the faith that Jesus was growing up in. They were amazed because they thought life, spiritual things, were the material things, and they didn't even give a second thought to the immaterial things of life. Choices and feelings and thoughts and everything that is spiritual. Their priorities are backwards. And Jesus said, render to Caesar what is Caesar's, and render to God what is God. Now here, uh, the teaching of Jesus, again, is to religious people, uh, and He's inviting them to prioritize the things of life. Let me say this. Yes, a big yes here. With what you love, I want you to think what you love and value. You can live by God's priorities or by humanity's. Why? Because you are created in the image of God. If you decide to increase the material things of life, you know, stuff, or feed your feelings based on the, the stuff that comes from stuff, that is stuff. You with me, Scott? That's stuff. And this is your priority. No, you are eating away your soul. Now let me ask this question. We live in a culture and society today. Do you know Christians, I'm going to talk about Christians, where their soul is empty and they've been eaten away. Every one of us can raise our hand. If you don't know somebody, it might be you. It's the reason why we have so many challenges in our day and age. Rather than meeting spiritual needs, let me say this, religious people value just the opposite. Religious people feed and control life, uh, again, on the lower priorities of life, by absorbing the things of man, and that could be words too and whatever, they absorb the things of man first, uh, substances, you know, food from places like chipotles. And they are more concerned about the ingredients going into the dish because they want food with integrity rather than feeding and protecting their spirit with God's principles with integrity. Who's with me? 
That's a higher priority for most. When a person's value and priorities are upside down, the book of Jonah should come to mind. Where spiritual things are lower than physical things, the outcome, I promise you, is nothing. It is nothing in the long run every time. Oh, you might think it's right there, self-gratification, but we haven't learned the things of God so that we can delay self-gratification so that then we can grow and develop and enjoy the things in the long run. Spiritual, or excuse me, religious people are upside down. And I'm talking to those people who call themselves Christians. This is what I mean uh, when I say religious people begin with nothing. The question is, are you a religious people? And again, unfortunately, most are. Specifically, those who call themselves Christians. Now, if you believe you are a spiritual person, let's kind of flip the coin here, you begin with something rather than nothing, as I just mentioned. And that something is consistently integrating the things of God first. Then the things of man second. That is what it means to be a spiritual person. If people call themselves spiritual, they live by the higher values of life. Their minds are filled with true beliefs, not selfish, subjective beliefs. This is what feels good to me, but with true beliefs that come only from the Lord. Their minds are filled with principles and truths that express a Christ-like attitude. Their character reflects virtues or habits that show the light of life, the image of God, the picture of God, and their performance, their behaviors, improve things, not take away. It's amazing when we are spiritual people what that truly is. You see, spiritual people start with something constantly. And that's something again, is the higher values in life that always leads to something bigger and better in life. Let me ask you, is your life getting bigger and better? Where you're truly serving others in a way that is so satisfying, that's deeply satisfying to you, where we're getting better together to use last week's, or last, will be week, last year's theme, more better together. Do you believe that? Unfortunately, I'm glad you believe it. Now we've got to put action to it. Action plus belief equals faith. You can believe it. You can visualize it with all of your mind. God has created you in His image. But the problem is we've got to put action. Visualization plus actualization equals your reality. And we who call ourselves Christians, we've got to stop being religious and start being spiritual so we can be an expression of God. Now, when it comes to religious people being uh, begin with nothing, I mean this. Here's the, if you don't hear anything, this is so important. When it comes to religious people begin with nothing, I mean, please hear this, I mean they fail to realize the world is a dangerous place. Not because of those who do evil, but because religious people look on and do nothing. 
Again, this is what I mean when I say religious people begin with nothing. Are you a religious person or a spiritual one? Why do so many Christians do nothing? Why do they give in and do nothing to increase God's goodness? Oh, they want to increase their goodness. Their little cave. Well, I'll tell you why. They look at the evils and injustice around them and become critical and judgmental. The problems of life, like let's say an enemy on the battlefield, surround and engulf them where they wave the white flag one way or the other and become, we'll say metaphorically speaking here, prisoners of life's problems rather than being freedom fighters of Christ. Saying to themselves, in their little caves of nothingness, saying to themselves, what can I do? What can I do? I'm only one person. I can't do nothing. That should break your heart. Because this is how most people think in the Christian faith. I can't do nothing. I'm only one person. They believe it and their lives express it in their den of thievery of God's purpose. This is the image of humanity or religious people in nature and history and design. Again, let me ask, are you a religious person? Now let me say this with what I just said. One person is a start, yes? Raise your hand if you're one person. One person is a start. A start where you begin with something, God, where your values and your priorities. When I say priorities, let me say this. Give your priority to, to me right now. Priorities, you know how it's spelt? Prior. You do these things prior before those things. Priorities. If I looked at your life and I see what your priorities, the things that you do prior to anything else, well, tell me if you're a religious person or a spiritual person. Are you with me? So you're one person. It's a start where you begin with something, God, where your values and priorities are directed by God the Father's love. There's attitude. Aligned with God the Son's faith. There's character. And moving outward and upward with God's spirit of hope. There's movement in step with God the Holy Spirit to increase something personally, and relationally in everything you do. Relationally with other human beings that, just like you, are created in the image of God to better the world God created. That always increases something good for the betterment of all. What do you think about that statement? Uh, Jesse was sharing an experience he had with a bunch of uh, guys a couple of months ago. And he asked, what's the outlook that you have on faith in the world? It was bad. True that? 99.9, it's a bad outlook. Well, the pro That means they believe that bad is going to engulf and take us over one day. And then the second coming of Jesus is how they think. Here's the problem with that. If you think 
just slightly, just with a couple of brain cells. If you think properly, check this out. If, good, if badness was to win, we would not be here right now. Come on. Why do you keep thinking bad? Why is our perspective that way? We're living in reality. If bad would have taken over, we would be done. We wouldn't even be here. So does good always trump bad? Come on. Uh, one or two things. Either God's wrong or maybe your priorities and values aren't right. Maybe we're being a little bit too religious rather than being spiritual where we're making a difference together. Not in our caves, but in the reality uh, in how God created life. Now, here's the point of the message. Choose to travel uh, the higher road of God, and please hear this, to grow up. we got too many people that look like adults. You need to grow up in life. And I'm not just talking to teenagers. I'm talking to religious people right now. Travel the higher road of God to grow up and be something rather than traveling the lower road of man, which leads to nothing every time. That's the point of the message. Now let me say this. I've got to show a little compassion here. Understand this. Sherry and I have been there as religious Christians. We've been there sitting in a pile of nothing. Our biggest nightmare about 20 years ago happened, had happened because we were stiff-necked, hard-hearted about the spiritual things in life. And we were religious. I was a pastor. I, was a, I wasn't Drake the Baptist. I was, oh wait, other way around. I wasn't John the Baptist. I was Drake the Baptist. We were religious because we traveled the lower road of man and what we love and gave weight or values to. We gave the wrong things to it. Our priorities and what we valued pointed towards making more wealth, more money in the bank, bigger and better vehicles and, and more buildings and homes and, and, and space, more popularity, more stuff to store away in our garages, uh, in our barn, and in the many storage units we own with a bunch of junk crap. No matter how you look at it. All for what? Now listen to this. To be bankrupt in every dimension of life. Morally, emotionally, intellectually, financially, physically, and relationally. Now let me say this. On this pile of nothingness, we finally said, I remember the moment, we finally said, it's time to look up and grow up to the higher things of God to love life and enjoy work in a meaningful, please hear this, in a valuable, valuable way that genuinely expresses the image of God rather than the image of man created by wrong beliefs, broken families, corrupt cultures, and upside down society whose values travel the lower roads of life. We simply made a choice. We decided to travel a higher road. Or I should say, travel the higher roads of life to add a little bit more of God's goodness where we were at. And we did. And we decided to do something little rather than a lot of nothing. Who's with me?
So today, stop living with values, priorities that eat away your soul, personally and relationally. And stop being religious where the external paycheck, partial living, uh, popularity, especially on our social media platforms and all that, and social status and or credentials, that's what we work for in life, are nothing in the long run. Most of us, if we're brutally honest, that's what we do. I'm not saying, you, you don't want to split that off. I'm just saying flip everything upside down and live by making choices with the higher values, principles, beliefs of God. And make sure they're true. Don't get it from some religious kook out there. Which I've been called for some reason. I don't know. But I can justify and qualify the lessons, the insights. And what you need to do is learn what those are and lay up those treasures so that you can truly benefit in the short term and in the long run. Dispute the wrongness of nothingness and decide right now to grow up as a human by doing something via God's way, truth, and life. Now, if this is your desire and you want to induct this type of living and not be religious but spiritual first in the new year, let me give you something to do. Today, in the next day or so. Get your calendar out. Whatever that is for you. And put it on it every Sunday to be at Elevating Life Church worship service to understand God's attitude, character, and movement. We're not screwing around here. Do so to learn how to do something in God's picture of life. A spiritual person of God who expresses His image, God's image first, then takes care of the lower things of life first, or second, excuse me. Do so, please hear this, do so to feed the souls of people and life where we can say together, it is well with my soul. On three, Everybody says, it is well with my soul. One, two, three. Oh, we can do better. One, two, three. Starting where we began, Genesis 1, 27. So God created mankind in His image, His own image, in the image of God. He created and made and make a female. He created them. Excuse me. Church, our first message for 2023 Religious people begin with nothing. Spiritual people begin with something. Amen?